So the question is this, how do you become a healthy, lean and fit vegan always having fun and making it a sustainable lifestyle you enjoy living? If you want to know the secrets to losing fat effortlessly, building vegan muscle and positively impacting the people around you every single day, then this is the right podcast for you. I am Fritz Horstmann. This is the Vegan Fitness Podcast. Welcome back to the Vegan Fitness Podcast, the podcast for vegans and those aspiring to be. That was German. <laughs> there was a bit of German right there, those aspiring to be. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm authentic, I'm transparent. I'm excited to have you here on the show. And again, this is for everyone who wants to become a fit vegan, wants to use the plant-based diet to, yes, save the animals, yes, save the planet, but also to yeah, make the best out of your health and take charge of your health, all right? So I'm excited to deliver another episode for you. And today I actually wanna share my learnings from one month without having any gym uh, equipment, gym access, or even weight access, so I didn't even have dumbbells. Um, and uh, that's because I was in Cyprus for one month this past February. Um, I don't know if you've seen it on my Instagram, but I went there just because I I wasn't on vacation there. I was just wanting to work in a more yeah friendly environment. You could say here in Berlin through January, February in Germany it becomes very very cold, and with lockdown there isn't much to do. Uh, which in Cyprus there wasn't much open either, to be honest. Like they didn't have anything open, like no gym, no restaurants. But I just wanted to be in a place where I can have more creative juices flowing, create things for my clients for the Game Changer Academy and also uh, for you guys. So that's something I released uh, a few episodes ago, the Fit Vegan Masterclass free video course I created. If you haven't gotten access to that yet, then check the show notes to get access to a free five-part video course. But that's not the topic of this call, of this uh, podcast. I was there for one month just to yeah, get more productive, have more creative juices flowing and it, uh, it helped and uh, had some good weather. And at the same time, I didn't have gym access. I didn't have gym access, I didn't have weight access. So here in Berlin, in Germany, um, where I live, I do have my Bowflex dumbbell, which I bought in March or in February last year when the whole thing started, which looking back, I think one of the best investments I ever made, <laughs> um, which is, which is good, but sad at the same time that we're still in this situation one year later. Um, but uh, they definitely paid off, but I didn't have access to them for one whole month. So I just want to transparently share my experience in uh, yeah doing that over the last month. How did I stay in shape? How did I stay lean uh, without regressing, without having those things available? So the only thing I brought to the trip was my resistance bands, right? So I have resistance bands with handles, basically. So not the not the small ones that go in like in a circle, um, actually the ones that have handles on them. So everyone listening right now, I actually encourage you to buy those. Like those are one of the best resistance bands you can buy from my experience. They go up to, I think, 50 pounds in resistance and you can even combine them. So mine go from 10 to 50 pounds in resistance per resistance band. And then you can stack them so that actually adds up to, I think, up to 100 pounds of resistance, which is pretty neat, actually. Um, which, just so you know, like you want to have more resistance, you can grow muscle, right? So you can tone up. Um, so I want to share my learnings 
from that one month with all resistance bands and body weight access and also no walking pad, no standing desk, which I also have here in my office in Berlin. I created an environment for me to make it easy to stay lean, right? So I have a standing desk that allows me to stand up while working and also a walking pad underneath that helps me get my steps in while I work. So which is pretty, pretty awesome and makes it easy for me to get uh, get in shape. But in Cyprus, I didn't have that. So another challenge for me uh, to overcome. And I think many people can relate right now with the current situation. Again, we're still pretty much in the same situation. And um, I myself, I was kind of unsure, kind of, yeah, not scared, but just, just uncertain if I were able to keep my results, keep making progress uh, over this one month. Uh, which in the past, it sounded crazy to me. Like if I would have, like two years ago, if someone would have told me, hey, you will have no gym access for one whole month, I would have, yeah, just, yeah, I don't know how I would have reacted, but definitely would have been hella scared. Now it's normal, right? Because I'm used to it. Um, but I was definitely unsure if I were able to still crush it. And I... Yeah, was also looking forward to the challenge. I was looking forward to learning something and for seeing how I adapt and how I change uh, my behavior and my habits in that uh, specific environment. So my goal coming in was not to make like huge strides in my progress. So not like um, gain a ton of muscle, lose a lot of fat, just like maintaining was my main goal. Um, Because again, uh, for you, just some context. Fitness is a big part of my lifestyle, definitely. So I work out multiple times a week. I eat healthy. I get my activity in. However, this is not my main priority either. So you might not realize this because you see me from the outside as me doing these things all the time, which of course I do. But it's not like I work out all day or eat healthy all day. Like I have um, have other things to do, right? So I run this business. I coach my clients. I hire team members. I coach my team members. I build out new programs, I onboard new people, um, I put out new new content, all these things are my main things I do every single day. So I do work anywhere from 10 to 12 hours a day um, to, to move this forward. Of course, I also work out and, and eat healthy. But just so you have some context on this, um, that's how I went into the situation. And I want to share my learnings with you. What did I learn in this one month? you can maybe apply to your specific situation. So how are you able to get and stay in shape even though you only have resistance bands or even your body weight available? doesn't matter if it's your current situation lockdown or if you will be traveling in the future, which might be the case. So first thing I definitely learned and I applied is that training more often and longer is necessary to keep your gains and to make progress, right? Training more often, and having each session be longer, okay? So reason being is because if you don't have gym access, you can't overload your muscle as easily as with the gym access, right? So you can't just go to the machine and choose like the next um, increment on on the machine and just do that or just like put another plate on or just put like a different dumbbell, not possible, right? So for you to overload your body, which is needed, right? You need to overload your body to put more workload in your body than it can recover from. For you to do that, the easiest and simplest way is just to with more training days, right? With more workout days. So let's say you do 30 reps 
for a given exercise, let's say for a squat, 30 reps in squats. Um, so that might, might be like three sets of 10 reps of squats uh, for a given exercise two to three times a week. That's a certain amount of volume. But let's say you double that and you go four to six times a week. You double the volume, right? Pretty straightforward. Um, I think they actually actually increase it even more. But that's a 2x or more increase just by doing more training days. And you can do that when you just work with your body weight or resistance bands because you cannot overtrain yourself. Like it's almost impossible to do that. I mean, of course, there's always what they call, what experts call junk volume, where you basically just train as much as you can and do as much reps and sets as you can just to, yeah, to basically kill yourself, uh, which is volume that is not really productive. That's why it's called junk volume. But that's a whole, a whole different uh, topic for a different podcast. Um, but with body weight and resistance bands, you can't really overtrain. So doubling your workout days from three times to six times, from two times to four times will already help a lot because when you have more training days, of course, by nature, you will do more volume, which is the, still the main indicator for muscle growth. So that's what I did. Uh, I trained six times a week. Uh, here at home, I trained four times. So that's two exercise days more. So figure, figure out that I probably have more volume or even the same volume as working out from home with dumbbells. It was hard, right? It's an adaptation you gotta make. Um, but I acknowledge, um, or I would encourage everyone that, um, that travels or that is currently in the situation, don't train less, right? Train more, actually. So when you train from home, don't be scared to overwork yourself. You it will be very hard to overwork yourself. Only when you work with dumbbells, there's a higher risk of overloading yourself. But still there is very small risk. So while going to a gym, you want to be careful to not overload your joints, not injure yourself, and to not reduce your capacity to recover. While at home with these like easier things to handle, like resistance bands, just your weight, it's not really applicable to that, right? So it's it doesn't really apply since uh, it's very less, it's less intense workouts, uh, less weight, less load you're using. So that uh, that should be fine. Also, when in doubt, just train longer. Like make your sessions longer. So if you train at home, usually, or when you train in your gym, maybe like 45 minutes with the weights, when you don't have that available, just go for 60 minutes. Just go for one hour, 15. When you train longer, again, you will also do more volume. Okay, so I caught myself in the first days of um, in Cyprus of doing that. I caught myself just training like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I was like, like, that doesn't make any sense. Like when I go to the gym, I train 60 to 70 minutes. So of course I'm doing less volume when I'm just here working out for 30 minutes. Like you cannot do enough volume in 30 minutes that makes up for the loss in volume that makes sense. So this might sound like complicated, but actually it actually isn't. It's actually pretty straightforward. So two takeaways right away for you learnings I took away. Train more often, so more workout days and versus when you are in a gym. And also train longer. So each session should be 60 minutes. Um, I put in my calendar 60 minute sessions. Um, so I actually commit to it, right? So that's the first learning that I have that you can take away right away. Okay, so let's dive into the second learning that I took away. 
is also pretty similar and you see a common theme, <laughs> you see a common theme in these uh, takeaways and these learnings, which is increasing your workload, right? So the next learning I have for you takeaway is to increase your sets, increase your sets. So again, training more often with the growth, like the first point said, um, also training longer for each session, we'll do that as well, so you're good to go. However, um, you need to pack your workout days, of course, full of volume. So that being said, when you usually in a gym, you do bench press, for example, and then you are in a, in a setting where you just have your body available, just doing like three sets of 10 push-ups won't cut it, right? You got to push harder. So you got to up that. You got to go from three sets of 10 to like six sets of 10, seven sets of 10. Um, I even challenged myself and did 100 pull-ups. Every two days, I did 100 pull-ups, which is harder than you think. Like it sounds easy, right? So not not back to back, like actually uh, what they call cluster sets. You just take a break and you just finish the 100 later. Um, I did that and it sounds easy, but <laughs> it's harder than I thought. It was actually pretty draining um, by the 60, by the 70, by rep 70, I was pretty, pretty drained from the pull-ups. Um, but um, main takeaway, do more sets, like do 10 sets of 10 pull-ups, do six sets of um, uh, max push-ups, do eight sets of 20 squats. So just for you to have some context, volume, which is again, the main driver for muscle growth, um, the formula for volume is weight being used or resistance being used times sets times reps. So if you increase any of those, either the resistance, either the sets or the reps, then the volume goes up, right? And one of the biggest levers you have in that formula is the sets. So let's say you use resistance of 20 pounds, you do three sets, that's 60, and then you take that by 10 reps, right? That's 600 pounds that you're moving. In that um, in that given like exercise. Now let's do the following. Let's say you still use twenty pounds, right? But you do instead of three sets, you do five sets. So that's already five times twenty. That's already hundred pound. And you take that by um, three, you're at three hundred pounds, right? So that's actually not by three by ten. Sorry, um, not by three by ten. That's a thousand pounds, right? versus the 600 pounds um, from before. So that's more workload you're moving, which will result in more growth, more toning and more fat loss, right? Okay, so Siri wants to join as she always wants to. <laughs> okay, um, so that's the second biggest takeaway, increase your sets and that's the easiest way to increase your volume um, and uh, push yourself, right? Don't shy away, like don't, be scared of going to failure. Like when it comes to gym workouts, working with heavy weights, um, be a bit more careful. However, when you work with a resistance band in your body, you don't want to be scared of body weight, um, going to failure on body weight, because again, it's very hard to injure yourself um, because you don't hold heavy weight, right? Very important. So and push yourself, right? Push yourself. That's also a big takeaway. Um, I think that many people, when they do home workouts, resistance band workouts, they just don't push themselves really. You gotta really feel pushed and you gotta feel exhausted and you gotta feel your muscles working, all right? I mean, I freaking died on the rooftop. I had a beautiful rooftop view 
uh, where you could do pull-ups, which by the way, another small takeaway, try to get yourself a pull-up bar or get yourself access to, I know, playing around where you can have a pull-up bar because it's, it definitely makes a difference and it's one of the best bodyweight exercises because it builds your biceps, builds your back and it's uh, very challenging. So if you can get your hands on that, that would be awesome. And the third takeaway I'm going to share is like more um, fat loss related. So this is more about how do you stay lean because again, getting steps in sometimes might be hard in these uh, circumstances. And it's what I, what's called anti-high intensity workouts, anti-high intensity workouts. So you know high intensity workouts, right? There's a type of workout that involves like a circuit of bodyweight exercises. And the goal there is to elevate the heart rate to near max intensity. Um, and to have like sh like periods of rest in between, of course, but then go hard in the in the times where you do the exercise, and they're very short, and they're promised to retorch fat and to get you leaner, and that's 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 all good. That's all good. However, um, there's a lot of downsides to that. So you can feel sore after that. You can feel burnout. Very hard to do them. It's a high risk of injury, and anti high intensity training is a different approach to this, which your name already says. So what you do is the exercise is performed on the low intensity, not a high intensity. Your heart rate should be steady and moderate and not elevated super high. Your rest intervals should be short, not very long. And your workouts are longer rather than shorter, right? So a few of the benefits are that you, again, you don't burn yourself out. You support strength training. So strength training is fueled by our aerobic system. And if that Im improves, you will have a greater work capacity. I mean, you can train harder for longer without the energy drop dropping. Uh, it's also a great predictor for longevity. So when your aerobic fitness is good, then you will live longer and uh, yeah, healthier. And uh, it even accelerates recovery, which is crazy, right? Um, because again, the aerobic system supports your recovery system, your, your uh, your recovery and um, you also have more energy throughout the day and it's just like you don't have this burn out effect you're not injuring yourself and you're not like putting yourself on a hard yeah hard challenge uh, everything day. also it burns uh, extra fat and it uh, uses fat for fuel and um, it's just a great way to to do quote-unquote cardio right so how do you do this like I said you just take um, different easy to do exercises, right? Um, best choice is always two low impact dynamic exercises that have different movement patterns. So this way your muscle used, um, the muscle used in one exercise can recover while you do the other, right? Plus you can continue the, this way, uh, the duration of the workout um, as well. So um, for example, this could be just jumping jacks, and mountain climbers, just two low impact, easy um, dynamic exercises. So for example, exercise one, jumping jacks, doing 10 jumping jacks per side, then taking rest like three to five, uh, like breathing three to five times, and then doing the second exercise, which is mountain climbers, also 10 by side, and then again, breathing for three to five times, and then doing the jumping jacks again. So just like alternating between the two, and just like taking some, some deep breaths between um, without taking too much rest and doing that for 20 to 40 minutes, right? Sounds 
Repetitive sounds easy as well, but it's actually harder than you think. Um, at the same time, it's not the same hard as a high intensity workout. So that's what I did as well to burn more calories, burn more fat and uh, get all the benefits that I mentioned before. Um, high intensity workouts are also a opportunity, but again, it'll probably <clears throat> reduce recovery and let you burn out. And anti-high intensity workouts are an amazing discovery that I had uh, also with the help of my senior coach um, in, the, in the academy, Niels, who showed me that and who helped me set it up as well. And those are my main takeaways, main learnings from this time period that I had. Um, basically, just to recap, make sure you do enough volume. That's the biggest takeaway. And how you do that, you train more often every single week, so higher frequency. Your workout should be longer, right? Not 30 minutes, like more 60 minutes. Increase your sets. Right, so if you do it three sets usually in the gym with your dumbbells, do six sets with your body weight, for example, um, and push yourself, right? Get into a zone and push yourself. And also, anti high intensity workouts will keep you lean and will get the cardio in without overburning yourself as well. And that's just as a like a side factor or anti, anti high intensity workout and knowledge I just shared. Hopefully, you got some things to take away from this specific podcast. Um, I'm definitely not scared anymore. Of course, I still prefer to work in a gym, but uh, I came back still being lean, still having my gains, not having lost them. Um, I would encourage you to get yourself resistance bands with handles. They're one of the best investments I made. Um, try finding a pull-up bar or buying one and you're good to crush it. No, no worries. And if you need help uh, setting up your training plan from where you live and what your current situation is, just shoot me a DM on Instagram and we can talk coaching or you can also go to callwithfritz.com to see if coaching is a great fit. Um, thank you so much for listening, for giving me your attention. Hopefully you got some things to take away from this and uh, yeah, I'm excited for the, the next episodes to have you see there. If you enjoyed the podcast so far, then the easiest way to just support us since I don't do any ads on here, just leave a rating and review on iTunes. Um, and also subscribing to the podcast helps me, uh, yeah, help more people, help me, helps me inspire more people since uh, ratings and reviews are the best way for people to see if this is a good show or not. So if you're enjoying it, I really appreciate you uh, doing that. Um, if you did, thanks so much. So again, thank you for listening. That's Keeping Those Gains and Save the Planet. Talk very soon. Peace out. Yes, yes, what did you think? What an amazing episode again. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast and rate it on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. We'll hear each other in the next episode. Until then, keep up the vegan vibes.